Yo, let's get retarded. I'm ready to talk about some hot dudes. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Bateman, one through ten. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, yeah, welcome to Red River Podcast, episode 121, where today we're going to talk about celebrity crushes. Because um, why not? You know, I just I, I forget what really made me think of this. Uh, it might have been like thinking of facts of life or something. Where I, I just like I was trying to remember like what my first like celebrity crush was. And I yeah. thought it I thought it'd be interesting to kind of like go through like the years uh and make a, t- a top ten of you know f- that like people that you had a crush on that were celebrities. So um and I figured I don't know if, <laughs> if we were gonna do this, I thought it would only be right to ask our significant others to make a list for themselves because sure. I, I thought that would be funny as well. So, yeah. Um, but all right. Yeah, man, let's let, let's uh, kick it off. I, I have a whole bunch of honorable mentions, man. It was a very hard list. To, to, oh, so hard, dude. Even even I mean, my girl, like... even Karen was like, I could have made 20. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I only need, I only need 10. Yeah. <laughs> I got so many like. So a couple of them are like obscure and some of them I just felt like talking about, but yeah, I, I had a ton of them. All right. Yeah. So let's do it. Let's, uh, let's start off with, uh, yeah. Fucking Parker up there. Uh, do you have any honorable mentions before we do our 10? So mine kind of comes in like three waves, how these crushes work. So when I was, you know, nine years old in 1986, you know, there was a movie release called Howard the duck. And there was this hot chick that played, you know, rock guitar. And I was like, wow, this chick is fucking hot. And her name was Leah Thompson. And then uh, the following year, she did this movie called Some Kind of Wonderful. And I was just like a 10 year old kid, just fucking head over heels for this fucking girl. I was like, oh, my God, she's so fucking hot. Like, who is this girl? Like a 10 year old kid. Like, to be honest there. And uh, the same year that Howard the Duck came out, Labyrinth came out. Yeah, which is which is early Jennifer Conley, who, you know, you could tell that she was going to blossom into something, you know, and then there was kind of like a like a lull. She didn't really do much. And then uh, in 1987, uh, Mannequin came out and I thought that Kim Cattrall was like the fucking hottest thing. So those were like my three OGs that I carried with me probably till like. I don't even know, maybe like 96, 97. Then I was like, all right, time to fucking scrap these people and come up with like a new top 10 list. So now we're now we're at part two of my saga here. It's going to be better than Godfather three, though, I promise you. Mm. So then I went for people like Carmen Electra. I went for, you know, even though she's still batshit crazy, something about Mariah Carey. I don't know. Yeah, even though she's batshit crazy, yeah. still something. No, early, early yeah. Mariah Carey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah. Um, still to this date, even though I made an, an updated list, but this one still shines. So I guess it could be an honorable mention. Charlize Theron is fucking mm. impeccable. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Hurley, 
she could be mute and look like that and it wouldn't <laughs> even matter. But once she speaks, it's I go gaga. It's even worse. Um, then you uh, then you go into people like, you know, Jessica Beale and Jennifer Love Hewitt. And now I'm like at that age where like kind of like the high school movies are starting and like, you know, she gets kicked off of seventh heaven now on buying Maxim and stuff like that. Yeah. Maxim for sure. Yeah. So Maxim, Maxim, yeah. Maxim and stuff and stuff like that. Um, so then we decided to do this and I was just like, all right, a lot of these people aren't really, I don't want to say that that important anymore, but I, I thought that it was time for a new list. So kicking off my number 10, I oh, guess no, I could... we're, we're, we're doing honorable mentions first. Oh, so honorable mention. Okay. That, so that was good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, that was, that was, that was a good, okay. I mean, that listen, like, that was my it, life story right there. If, if, <laughs> if, if those were discarded, yeah. I could only imagine yeah. what, what yeah. the list looks like. I so. mean, you, you heard everything, but how many fucking <laughs> bottles of Vaseline I went through with that list. Uh, <laughs> oh. uh, Maxim, hey, oh, Maxim was good for that. So, uh, <laughs> Langan, do you have any honorables? I do. Um, you know, I had the. There's so many that like would make a list, and then a lot of them, like no one would know who they are. So like I try to keep it like kind of referential. The only one that that I love that um, no one will know who who they are is Banja Slot, who is the bass player from Trypticon, Tom G Warriors band. Yeah, you don't know who she is, but if you Google her, you're gonna be like, damn. Yeah. Ah. And um, I'm also <laughs> gonna throw out. Uh, Jamie Gertz, yeah, like Lost nice. Boys days, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. less than zero, less yeah. than zero um, for sure. Yeah, oh yeah, I love her. Um, Phoebe Cates, yeah, very important to a young man growing up. Uh, Susanna Haas from the Bangles. Mm. Um, Amy Sedaris, always had a crush on. Very funny, brilliant, cute. Um, uh, Janine Garofalo, another one. Uh, that I always had a crush on. Always cool as shit. And um, there's a there's a couple I have on here that I bet you somebody else will mention. So I'm just gonna leave those ones alone. But I also would have to shout out uh, Lady Miss Kia, who is the oh the that's delight. Yeah, that's a good one. In the early '90s, she had the dopest style. Like every girl that was a raver, like rocked her look. Just like every guy looked like the one of the Beastie Boys. That was the style, and she was on point you're right you're right and i was thinking that yesterday when like check your head celebrated 30 years mm -hmm. how like when i i guess that came out so i was like 14 i was very much into skate culture and mm -hmm. like yeah those guys like as far as even like aesthetic you know aesthetic wise like they just had a really cool look it was just like pants and a t-shirt so whenever mm -hmm. we would go to the city, we would go to thrift you know, store, thrift store vibe. Shirts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Back back when I could fit into things like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, OK, yeah. So I have a pretty decent honorable mention. I just I, I couldn't cut them off, you know. Uh, so uh, I'm going to mention two that were very much in the beginning of my life. Uh, Joe from Facts of Life. Oh, mm. all right. You know, like I remember everyone wanting Blair, but as oh, I as, right to me, yeah. I was just like Joanna Marie Polnicek was yeah. like I, I just especially like when they were in that school, not so much when they all got like mullets and stuff, but <laughs> very much her. And then uh, sometime around the same time, everyone loved Andy from Goonies. I went for Martha Plimpton. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. Interesting. <laughs> I like it. Curveball. 
<laughs> I know? respect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, and then you know, you you go into to stuff like uh, very influential for me, uh, Madonna. Mm. Like when Madonna put out "Justify My Love," that Word. you know it's very hard for you you to find like pornographic material or, or things like that. So when when something like that was so risque back in 1990, it was a big sure. deal. Oh, yeah. You know, like they like censored it and all this other stuff. And and I just thought she was like from 90 to 93. I thought like that was like peak Madonna physics. That's the same time she released the, the book. Right. That all came so. out in yeah. conjunction. I yeah. think, Right. Yeah. So she was also in a video deeper. I think it was called Deeper and Deeper. And yeah. Udo Kier was in it. And another yes. one who's on my list. Speaking of Godfather three. Udo Kier. <laughs> ah! <laughs> he might he's on my real list Walter <laughs> Plimpton, Udo Kier Udo Dirk Schneider all the Udos <laughs> men Udo uh, Sophia Coppola okay uh, so, Sophia Coppola uh, was in that video and uh, she was in you know Godfather 3 um, Kirstie Alley was a big one for me oh nice mm. yeah so uh, Christy Swanson in the chase. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Buffy the Vampire. Slayer. Oh, yeah. That, that was a devastating one for sure. Yeah. Uh, and then later on, once you get to like the um, to mall rats, uh, Claire Forlani, Joey, yes. Joey Lauren Adams and Trish the dish. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then let's see. I have Alexandra D'Addario. And uh, the last honorable mention I have is from Boogie Nights. And it's uh, Amber Waves, Julianne Moore. Mm. You know, I just mm. thought she was so goddamn sexy in that movie, man. Like that was like 97. So, yeah, she just I don't she like, you know, you look at her. She's not like conventionally like super smoking hot. But she in that in that movie in particular, I think that's where she was like, you know, the best looking. So those are my honorables. And uh, so let's do it, man. Top 10. So we'll we'll give our riding up to like our number one then we'll read our you know significant others list like before we give our number one so uh who do i parker parker give me your number 10 okay so you can blame my wife for making me get into this show not that we even watch it together anymore but years ago we started watching dancing with the stars together and uh half of these chicks are obviously in peak physical fucking shape because they're you know i'll edit that out yeah, thank you. Um, so my number 10, even though she's fucking half my age, she's 23, is uh, this chick, Whitney Carson. And uh, she's blonde, which is weird for me because I'm not really a blonde guy. But me neither. Uh, she's got a killer face. She's got a really good fucking personality. She seems like she's funny as hell. So she had to come in at number 10, man. So Whitney Carson. Hey, y- you know what my favorite part about that pick is? Anytime I, I see the list for dancing with the stars, I think to myself, are these people even celebrities? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then <laughs> and Parker picks one of the dancers, which is even funnier. So. Oh, yeah. Well, she's hotter than half of the fucking guests anyway. So right. gonna... <laughs> We're going to look her up. So huh. uh, uh, Langan, number 10. My number 10. I'm uh, I'm going way back on this one. But as a, uh, a young man watching the uh, the up at night horror movies and whatnot. I got a shout out Elvira, yo. Nice. Oh, that's a good one. I mean, that's a yeah. I, that's a good one. It's prime right in that wheelhouse of mine. Vampire, Barbara Steele, love that look. Can't yeah. You know, forget about it. But Elvira, as a young dude, you know, 
Yeah. I, I mean, corny jokes, but that was part of her appeal. Like she did these like vaudevillian Henny Youngman kind of like jokes and stuff. But yeah. man, that's what that's not what I was tuning in for. <laughs> that, <laughs> no. And the horror, the horror in line yeah. too. It's, it yeah. was a perfect storm for me. For sure. Uh, that's a good one. I don't know why I didn't think of that one. So uh, my number 10 is someone who is who's kind of new. Um, so it's uh, Aya Cash. I saw her in The Boys and I thought she was cool in The Boys. She just has like like a really normal personality. Like she's like almost like a, a female Vince Vaughn where like I feel like every part of her personality comes through in, in those roles and stuff. So but the, 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 the role that I picked her for in particular is on You're the Worst. I feel like she, Gretchen Cutler, she is just amazing in that role and uh, super likable. And I just, you know, I had to at least sneak her into my top 10. So uh, Parker, number nine. Number nine. So uh, I think I first saw her in the office, this next one, and it's Rashida Jones. Good one. Good. Yeah. One. And uh, I don't know, man. it's just something about her. I mean, she, she left that. I, I started watching Parks and Recs pretty much because of her and uh, just everything she's in. Just she's got this once again, just she seems like she's funny. She's got a good personality. I mean, I love you, man. You know, doing the fucking stupid Jamaican fucking accent thing with Paul Rudd, who would have made my top 10 if I was doing dudes, you know, shout out to Paul <laughs> Rudd. Um, but I, you know, with this list, I just wanted to like have like updated actors, you know, actresses. So that, that's why I went for her at my number nine. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, she's she's, she's she is great, and she's yeah. like, uh, yeah. I mean, listen, Quincy Jones. Shout out to yeah. you. Shout out to you. Uh, Lang at number nine. My number nine. I'm going back to um, Christina Applegate. Oh, nice. The Kelly Bundy years, of course. Uh, <laughs> I was like enamored with her, and I'm not really into blondes either, but. I, I had the poster on my wall. I remember my mother being, I was just talking about this with my sister the other day. She hmm. was, my mother was so happy when I bought the the Christina Applegate with the, what did she have, like a hawk on her hand and a snake around her? I don't even yeah. remember what the fuck that, she was. But that I right. didn't have like Iron Maiden corpses like all over my room. And then I yeah. had like this girl poster finally up there. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. was so thrilled, yeah. <laughs> she's like all right i guess my son's kind of normal you know but but forget it kelly bundy you know i was always a, a peg bundy guy but uh mm, I, I, I respect that I, I get the appeal i get the appeal uh so my number nine is also someone who's kind of newer um you know when i first i first saw her on this hbo show and it's just like automatically like i saw her and she was just i you know, you watch someone, you're like, who the fuck is that? I never heard her name before. I never saw her before. Uh, now she's kind of like thin now and, you know, does a lot of directing, but she's very funny, super talented. Her name is Lake Bell. Lake Bell is, mm-hmm. is uh, my number nine. And uh, I first saw her on a show called How to Make It in America, which was on HBO. Really cool show. You know, these two friends, you know, are trying to get into like the, uh, I guess, garment business and they're trying to like, I think they 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 came up with their own jeans and stuff like that. So it, I I think it ran for like two or three seasons, and she was like the girlfriend, and uh, it, it was great. It was one of those things that got canceled after two or three seasons. But if you watch it, it's New York centric. Um, a lot of like the you know characters, uh, actors from New York are in it, and uh, the soundtrack's great. And uh, yeah, number nine, Lake Bell. 
Parker, number eight. So number eight, um, I think I first saw her on uh, Sci-Fi had this show called Blood Drive. And I don't even I don't even know how many episodes I watched. I probably just gave up on it or whatever. And then uh, I started watching this other show that she was in called uh, Animal Kingdom. And I was like, God oh, damn, yeah. this chick I is know. hot. Christina, is. Christina Ocho. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Christina Ocho was her name. And I remember I remember going into this fucking show and I was just like, God damn, I'm like, this chick is hot. And like, I think five minutes into like the first episode of Animal Kingdom, like she starts like banging this dude. And like, I think I like walked out of the room because my wife was standing there. I was like, I can't even fucking handle this right now. <laughs> like, I'm like, this chick is too goddamn hot. I got to get yeah, out. Yeah. Like, I need to go. Yeah. Cool down. I got to go fucking listen to some fucking Billy Joel and kill myself. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, it's funny that you mentioned Billy Joel, because before I, I turned the, this podcast on, um, I had in the background, I guess, uh, some Channel 2 show. If it, it's like, uh, and it's not entertainment tonight. It's uh, some show. And and they show this clip at the end of, of the, the episode. And it's two girls, like like two sisters are like uh, all over each other and congratulating and like laughing and hugging each other. And they're like, what do you think they're so happy about? And then at the very end, they're like, one sister bought the other sister Billy Joel tickets and she just surprised her. <laughs> oh, fuck that. <laughs> I was just like, wait, that's fuck how that. you, that's what you end the show with? Like, what, yeah. what planet is this? Oh, <laughs> my God. So weird. Like, I, I don't oh, I don't even hate Billy Joel, but it's like, what? Like, OK. Yeah. Uh, I, I think of baseball when I need to cool out Parker. Yeah. Billy Joel. <laughs> Something, man. Something. <laughs> <laughs> uh Langan number eight. Number eight, I got um not a real popular one probably in the list, but Parker Posey. Oh uh, always been a huge fan of her. Same way I mentioned Lady Miss Key. I always thought Parker Posey had that was the epitome of early 90s New York City style. Like yeah. always dope clothes and and this is and before, like, uh, I know, like, uh, Days of Confused, she was in that and she gets mentioned as her credits, but she's in like so many other art house movies before that. And the one that really put it on my radar was Party Girl. Yep. Which mm. um, was just a, it's a fantastic, fun uh, New York City movie, New York City centric movie about the like club days of that era. For sure. And uh, I love Parker Posey. Uh, that reminds me. Uh, you know, I, she's not on my list, but that reminded me. I forgot Chloe Savigny. How the fuck did I forget her? Oh. Uh, speaking of New York, but uh, all right. So my number eight is I'm going to bring it to MTV. MTV, man. Duff. Duff yeah. Duff was oh, a yeah. DJ and I fucking. Yeah, man. Yo, blank a, check, baby. Disney's as, blank check. Yo, shout out to Brian Bonsall, wherever he's at. <laughs> I feel like he's due for an episode. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like we can get him. We can. We definitely can. <laughs> uh, but Duff, yeah, as, as, as a kid watching MTV, like I just, I don't know. She was really cool, really animated, had great hair. Yeah. Uh, that leather jacket. I think it was the leather jacket. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Definitely. And uh, Whitfield Crane from Ugly Kid Joe swooped in and, and stole her. So nice. Good yeah. for him. That's <laughs> a singer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so number eight, Duff uh, Parker, number seven. So my number seven. Uh, so th this girl is uh, she's this girl's half Jewish, but just the good half. If just the good half. Talking about yeah. just the yeah. good half. <laughs> so first saw this uh, this little, you know, hottie. And uh, I think it was in it was either Mad Men or Community. It was one of those and uh, kind of lost track of her. And then uh, then I find out that Netflix 
is doing a show about gorgeous ladies of wrestling. And I'm like, oh, I was like, I'm fucking in, bro. And uh, I turn it on and there's hottie Allison Brie in the lead oh. role. And I'm like, oh, man. And kind of like the same thing with the Christina Ocho story, except with Allison Brie. I was just like, wow, I was like, this girl is really good looking. And I would love to see her naked. And thank you, Netflix, for about 17 seconds into the first episode. She's butt ass naked. And I said, thank you. Um, I thought you were I thought you were going to pick Luna Vachon. No, no, that's brutal right there. That's a brutal (laughs) one. Um, But, uh, you know, and then she just adds that Russian accent on top of it when she does her wrestling character and fucking we're off to the races, man. That's the end of it right there. So here's here's a life hack that I do whenever I find someone that I'm into that's a celebrity. I I type their name into Google and then I just Mm. write the word nude next to their name. There you go. Yeah, we're like the same. Yeah, Same always. Uh, yeah. For real. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Mike Vanderbilt because I'm sure he would. Yeah, have, yeah he would have enjoyed that. Shout out to nudography. Yeah, <laughs> that always gives you the straight answer. Um, uh, all right, laying at number seven. Um, another back in the day one, Linnea Quigley, man. Oh, yeah. there you go. Was you know, as a young man getting into horror, Linnea Quigley always delivered the goods, man. She's like such a cool girl. Doesn't give a fuck. No, yeah, you know, for sure. And legendary, like the Night of the Demon scene in yep. the supermarket when she's like bending over to get the shit. <laughs> yes. And, the, uh, the, uh, and who could return on the living dead? I mean, that's legend. That is Mr. Skin Hall of Fame type. Yeah, yeah. Legend Listen, status. Back then, uh, you know, when you got full frontal, it was uh, it was a big deal. It was a big deal, and she definitely did not, you know, she... If she uh, was in the film, you knew that you were getting that. You were getting... <laughs> never, yeah, you were getting you at, le- at least, uh, you know, topless. She never disappointed. <laughs> T-O-P-L-E-S-S. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Shout out to Ronnie Mund. Uh, my number seven is from a TV show, and um, I missed the first couple of seasons, but when I when I started, like, paying attention to it, this was before you could record stuff and, you know, DVR, like you had to be home and I was never home. And then one day I watched that 70s show mm. and I, I was like, oh, this is great. And I, I, you know, Mila Kunis is one thing, but I always mm. thought Laura, Laura Prepon was nice. definitely the, the hot one of that show. And I there just, you go growing up, man, like 90, so it was like 98, like around 2000. Um, yeah. I was just like, wow, this is Donna. This Donna girl is definitely, um, the hot one of the show and stuff, and like later on, probably Mil- Mila Kunis, but definitely uh, for for the very beginning, Laura Prepon, who now uh, you know has black hair and does like what orange is a new black. But back uh, for this list, definitely she gets that's naked in that show. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, does she? Yeah, nope. she does. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. I would say I'm going to watch it now. Type it, type it in nude, baby. Uh, yeah, I'm typing yeah. in nude. <laughs> I don't have to watch anything. So, uh, number <laughs> six, number six, celebrity crush Parker. All right. So this one, I think that this is my first, uh, my first is- Instagram girl. So I'm a big, uh, search bar Instagram guy and I just like click on the random pictures I'm like god damn who's this hottie who's this hottie and then I guess it just generates the next thing I know fucking I'm looking at all these chicks um cool thing with this this one was she was born uh on Long Island she's actually from Locust Valley this girl her name is Rachel Lohan no no (laughs) Rachel Glover is her name and uh I have no clue she's just an Instagram model (laughs) 
<laughs> I just, I mean, that just sounds like a random Instagram profile. <laughs> All right, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Rachel Glover. I don't know. She's an Instagram model. It does a lot of stuff. It looks like she's like a like a model for a lot of uh, bars and like uh, you know liquor licensing stuff like that. Her Instagram handle is Kayla Ray seven one six. She's got some I don't know like forty five thousand followers or some sort of stuff. Yo, I can't wait to click on that picture. It's Go like... for it. All right, that's all right. What's what's her name again? Uh, Rachel Glover is her real name. Kayla Ray seven one six is the uh, Instagram. <laughs> I don't know. That's great. I love it. So, all right. So that's Parker's number seven, Langan. Oh no, that's what are we up to six? That was six. That was the six. Yeah, Langan number six. I'm uh, my six is uh, Mickey Bereni, the singer from Lush, um, the red-haired, cute, awesome singer, guitar player. Um, I, I I always loved her. I loved the albums. I loved the band and. Um, when I saw the videos, forget about it. But when I saw her at Lollapalooza, I remember uh, this dude in the front row had like brought roses or something and threw roses on stage. And she walked over and stomped her foot on it and grinded it into the ground. Good. Rocked the set. I was like, yeah. I'm I'm completely smitten here. Yeah. <laughs> I love this girl. But uh, And she's mad funny. But she's on Twitter, very active on Twitter and really funny, super funny. And uh, a great file. She's actually got a book coming out later this year, which I'm excited about. And she still hasn't answered about being on this podcast, but I'm still mm. waiting. Holla at your boy. That's we got to get we got to get her email. Yeah, we got to get her email. Send her some roses. I know she's hmm. listening. Totally, <laughs> <laughs> especially to this episode, you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, number six. Here, here is one. I mean, this woman, uh, I mean, I'm definitely not talking about now, but I mean, this was one of the biggest crushes on the planet for sure for a very long time. Demi Moore. Demi Moore, and and I'm going with 1992's Indecent Proposal, where I think that was probably like the the most I paid attention to her. And obviously the plot of the movie is just so fucking fascinating. You know, it's like you... You need money. And this rich dude's like, hey, can I uh, bang at your wife for a day and I'll give you a million dollars? You know, it's pretty fucked up, you know, yeah. but that's what makes a good movie. You have to alter it for inflation. Probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, probably about five, you know? Yeah. At least five to make sense. You know? <laughs> uh, and, and, you know, in the movie, like she was she was fine. And, you know, it's just Woody Harrelson, as much as he wanted it once after it was over, like he just couldn't get over the fact that, that you know, she did it. So, but uh, goddamn, I mean, what a really, really attractive person. What a, what an attractive human being to me more was around 1992 for sure. Amen. So, yeah. Number six. Uh, all right. So we're getting to the top five. Here we go. We get down to the needy, greedy. That's it. Parker, what, uh, what Facebook model you got? No, negative. This is this is my first uh, my first old WWE ring announcer woman right here. So now she works for ESPN and uh, her name is Cheryl Arnault. And uh, I don't know this one. Just she I think she was with WWE for about five years and then uh, contract expired. I guess ESPN had been watching and they just snatched her up. And uh, 
I don't know. She's very good looking, great at doing interviews. Probably doesn't have half half as many followers as the chicken Locust Valley, but what are you gonna what are you gonna do? You know, that's it. Sh- Cheryl and Oat. Hey, so if you made a top ten dudes, would Jack Tunney be on that top ten? Oh man, rest in peace. That guy was the best. Yeah. <laughs> He used to sell Ico Pro. Remember that from like the 80s? Ico Pro. I just remember Jack Tunney was the president or they said he was the president. Yeah, that's all I remember. It was so funny. And I remember. So Jack Tunney was this figure and uh, he would always be billed as the WWF president. So when I would watch it, I I would I was convinced that's who he was. Why would they lie to me? And then later on, I was like, who the fuck is Vince McMahon? And why are you saying that he's like, I I was like, where's Wait Jack a minute. Tunney? They lied to me about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But well, he was so smart about it because McMahon owned the company, but he portrayed himself as a ring announcer at first. So he was right. yeah. genius even back then. Shout out to Gorilla Monsoon. Nice. Sure. Mm. Uh, so, like, I don't know. What are we uh, up to five? Number five is uh, Judy Aronson. Um, oh, from Judy Aronson. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, First, obviously, Friday the 13th, part four. My favorite That's a Friday good the 13th one. movie. That's a Fine good one. as hell. And then The Girlfriend of Wyatt and Weird Science. That's mm. when I was all about it. And so bent, like, damn, like, how did a herb like Wyatt get this girl? You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. She, and she's amazing looking now, maybe yeah. even hotter now. Oh, and I, I met her at, um, one of the was a chiller or something like that. She was there with Suzanne Snyder, who mm. played her friend in Weird Science, and uh, got her to autograph my box and whatever. And I was like, I was like a young, kid. like I was speechless. I didn't know what to say. I heard you, were, you yeah. were like a young Ralph Cramden. I was <laughs> totally. Hamana ha- hamana. Uh, she's amazing. Yeah, she, that's great. And she banged at Michael Dudikoff in American Ninja. Yes. I mean, come I, on. I, yes. You know, let's throw that in there for sure. Got to. Uh, all right, so my number five is, I mean, what an icon when it comes to a physical specimen. Uh, probably the only blonde on my list, but I don't even know what na- natural hair color she normally has. <clears throat> but it's Pam Anderson. Pam Anderson, mm. uh, for about three years, probably was like just this. I mean, she was just to a teenage boy, you know, I mean, just mind blowing. Like that was just like physically that's it was just like speaking of weird science, like that's what you would make. Like that's what Mm -hmm. you would create. Yes. You know, she was just this high heels, big tits, like fucking like nice tan, uh, gorgeous face. And it seemed very nice, you know. Uh, I loved Pam and Tommy. I don't know if you guys finished that. Did you? I did. I did. I did. Okay. Yeah. Um. You know. You know what I liked about that show, to be honest with you, because at first, like, I I kind of understood why she wouldn't want to watch that. You know, I didn't really even know how serious it was that someone actually did steal it. It seemed like such a non-story. Mm-hmm. But when they went through the, you know, what happened, I wonder. I guess. I guess that's kind of what really happened. Um, and they well, show it's, it's because nobody was like directly involved. It's based on the article. I think that was written in some magazine about it. You know okay. what I mean? So, but was it really his handyman? That's what, yeah, 
that's that part i guess is undisputed or whatever but i think okay. other details in it some people say did some people didn't but uh but th there's you know, depth you there, the idea. there's depth to the story because you you kind of feel her pain in the series like she's very hurt about it um and she just kind of wants it to go away and and the internet is starting to happen and then also when you get to Tommy Lee who's like dealing with uh being on the verge of almost being irrelevant you know yeah. you know like that side of the story and then um uh, she the, came off good you know like yeah. he came off really bad like really sure. bad yeah. you know but I, I yeah I listen I, I thought it was a really cool story but uh I mean I I couldn't for man I gotta say for three or four years she was like the she was like universally what everyone every <clears throat> everyone our age was like yeah that's like the perfect you know mm -hmm. one. so shout out to my number five here we go Parker number four number four so you know I was you know, watching my latest fucking Pitbull video because, you know, I'm down with fucking Mr. 305 over there. And then uh, this chick is on there and I'm like, who the fuck is this? This guy, the, Pitbull gets like the hottest fucking women in his fucking videos. I, I like don't know what the fuck he's paying <laughs> these fucking women. He really does. So Karen, I think it's V or Vi. Her last name is V.I. And uh, does she play guitar? I, she might as well because she's built like a fucking brick shithouse, this one. And uh just I don't know. I don't know if she's like an Instagram model or what if she's like a YouTube chick or what her story is. But uh, very good looking from San Antonio, Texas. That's really all that I could fucking tell you. It's, you know, her, her career looks like she works for Sky Vodka. She was a Budweiser girl. Yada, yada, yada. I mean, I. <laughs> I mean, how do you how'd you even come across a Pitbull video? Come on, dude. You know, I'm a fucking hip hop head <laughs> is he's not even hip hop. Though. He's not. Oh, OK. No. What was what, he considered then? I don't know. He's, oh, okay. like, he's like he's like a pop artist. Is he OK? Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, a so I'm a pop head. There you go. So I'm a pop head. So I'm a fucking pop. Head. Yeah. So I honestly think I saw his video that she was in um at the gym one day but i mean we're going back now fucking what okay. 10 years ago right. or something when i was on that, the elliptical so that makes sense that makes yeah. i you you would see it there for sure yeah all right uh number four langan my number four is kim gordon bass player sonic youth um just uh a total badass of rock like the way she plays bass the way she uh carries herself just eternally cool like in that way like for a f as a female that like david bowie would be for a male like that even as they get older just cool 100 percent cool all the time uh, a high point of style she had mad style to talk about what else i must have a theme here parker posey and uh lady miss Kier that i was mentioned but as far as that new york city yeah uh style kim gordon represents it like in the same way blondie might have done you know decades before that but like kim gordon's the shit she was i mean she is a total queen for sure like when it comes to like i mean super badass man like i remember just the early 90s around the time that i came across like sonic youth uh probably speaking of cool thing it was probably around the cool thing video you know, mm, and uh, yeah. she, yeah, she's, she's just, 
She's amazing between, I mean, like just watch that bull in the Heather video, you know? Yes. I mean, that's, that's Thurston, you played yourself, played yourself. <laughs> Thurston. Um, all right. So here we go. Number four. Uh, so for me, Winona Ryder is definitely like every era, but I'm going to bring it back to like Beetlejuice. Cause I was 10 and she probably couldn't have been that much older than me. Maybe, you know, a couple of years older. But when I first saw her in Beetlejuice, you know, as, as a young 10-year-old boy, I just knew that there was something um, about her. And, you know, I was right. You know, she went on to make a lot of great movies that I loved. And, you know, now you see her in something like Stranger Things. And she's, she's like, you know, I guess well, our age for sure. <laughs> you know, so we kind of grew up with this girl. It's like, you know, the, the girl that, they, that, you know, she's a part of the crew that you have a crush on. And uh, it all started with Beetlejuice. You know, she just uh, she was one of the first goths that I was into. And and I didn't really know what it was back then. Uh, you know, you, I guess it didn't you know, when you're 10, I guess it, it just didn't have a word for it. And I, I also bring up uh, the girl in the Michael Penn video. No myth, because they, they both had that look. I'm like, I don't know what this is. It's like black hair, like really. Uh, like pale skin, you know, like very Elvira, you know, you just look mm -hmm. at it and you're like, oh, this is like a really interesting look, you know, and later on, you know, you, you kind of uh, <laughs> become definitely attracted to that. So shout out to Winona uh, for all eras, but definitely for the kickoff for for 10 year old me at Beetlejuice. Here we go, Mr. Wawa, number three. I got another Instagram girl for you, though. All this right. chick's this chick's got 24 million followers though, so I guess because it's more than you know me just liking her. So, and I just found out that she was in Playboy 2011, but you know I sh should have just typed naked after her last name and we could <laughs> fucking skip skip that whole thing. So Amanda Cerny, if that's how you fucking even pronounce her last name, because I don't know if it's Kearney, Cerny, whatever it is. Um, I don't know. Good looking chick. She tries to do. Uh, comedy it's not really that funny but you know give her, <laughs> give, give, give her a break you know she's not a rashida jones at least she could pull it off you know but uh as far as looks i'd say probably about a 10 out of 10 a 10 out of 10 marones yeah um yeah so i mean listen if her comedy is not that great we'll invite her on the show and, and she will definitely come on we, we could take some of those 24 million followers yeah. and uh so shout out to her at your number three Brings us to Langan, your number three. My number three is Bjork. Uh, always been about, I love the Sugar Cubes when she went solo, that debut album. Uh, what can I say? She's she's like not of this earth. Like there's nobody like her that looks like her, sounds like her. Um, she's so gifted and talented. She does amazing art. Her voice is completely unique. And she's just cute as fuck, man. And yeah, uh, <laughs> you no, know, and also when she got into the, into the rave thing in the '90s too, she had a whole thing going on. And I've told the story before how I got to see Goldie and Tricky fighting over her. Yes, at uh, I think the Roxy or something. But uh, yeah, I love I love her. I love knowing what she's up to. She's always brings something different. She's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Back then, I mean, that was somebody that you always. You know, definitely love the music, but like everyone you knew <clears throat> had like that that Bjork fucking crush. Mm. 
and from the sugar cubes. You know, I remember when I first heard the song hit, like it was just so automatic. Uh, And then she went on to do her thing. But yeah, it's just that was that era. Uh, So here we go. Number three, top three. Um, Boy, I mean, these are all pretty interchangeable to to be honest with you. Uh, but Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction as Mia Wallace. Mm. You know, so, you know, uh, Travolta has to take her on a date. You know, it's his boss's girl. And she was just so cool. You know, I love the white shirt, the the black hair, the, 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 the eyes, um, just their conversation. I, I don't know. Like Mia Wallace was just definitely... My favorite one of her roles, obviously, Kill Bill, too. But I, I think Mia Wallace is my favorite Uma Thurman role. And, you know, it just you kind of look was iconic, too. You kind of want. Look. Yeah. You want it to be Vincent Vega. You know, she's sitting mm-hmm. there and she's kind of like uh, they're on this date, but it's not really a date. And you could tell that they have some sort of chemistry, but it could never be. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, and then she just would always I, you know, I, and I'm sure Tarantino did it on purpose because uh, he does everything methodical where she's like, don't be a square, but she does. She draws like a rectangle. Yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, he takes a sipper for a five dollar fucking smoothie or whatever the fuck it is. I mean, it's just great, served, man. Served by Steve Buscemi. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, she was so iconic. And I mean, like how many else if I just described to you black bangs and a white collared sh- shirt? Yeah. which is a plain description as hell. If yeah. somebody had that, you know exactly what they was going for. And you could even put that, that little bit of blood underneath her nose, you know, mm. when she Good. ODs. Nice touch. To urge overkill's cover of a uh, girl you'll be a nice. woman soon. There you mm. go. Uh, but yeah, man, that, uh, Uma Thurman, Pulp Fiction, super top three crush right there. So <laughs> Parker, what do you got? Number two, we're back to WWE, man. I know that uh, I know that Dan Terror is a fan of this girl. She's actually a twin, so you know, two for the price of one. But uh, she's definitely the better looking out of the two. So this is Nikki Bella from the Bella Twins. Okay, and uh, she was uh, funny enough. So she was a guest on Dancing with the Stars, and uh, actually turned around and married the fucking guy that she danced with. Because I guess John Cena was too much of a pussy to fucking marry her. And uh, they broke up. And then uh, she said, well, fuck you. I'll just marry this guy. And that's what they did. She was really with John Cena. like, Oh, that's yeah. A, that's yeah. A real in, thing. In, in real life. Yeah. And uh, he pretty much said, like, I'm not going to do this. Like, I don't want children. I don't want a marriage. Like, there's the door. So ah, shout out to the peacemaker, man. Yeah. You, good, could, right? you could never tell. What's real and what's not real? Because <laughs> w- when I guess Triple H was like dating Stephanie, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Well, he's married to her now. Okay, but th- I didn't yeah. know that that was like really a thing. But I guess yeah. it was like a real thing. So I think Stephanie is actually probably better looking than Nikki Bella. I just looked. Mm. Up, I just looked up Nikki Bella. There you go. So we could swap her out. Uh, <laughs> that's your number two. So Langan, number two. My number two is uh, Aubrey Plaza. Oh, nice. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. She, um, that's a good one. First got on my radar with Parks and Rec, and she's just playing this. Uh, she's just got this, you know, deadpan humor, like real dark and acerbic and sarcastic, which is like right up my alley. And, um, 
she she's just so if even if you if you watch her too on like um on youtube on conan o'brien interviews or whenever she was on the show like she's a brilliant like guest she has like a comic timing in mind like she's not a stand-up but she's just one of those people like bill murray that just has you know they're an actor comedy actor but they got you know yeah they're great they, on those they shows. can bring it too like we're like a will ferrell he's funny in movies but he's not funny i feel like off a script but like she's got that kind of talent but especially anyway. especially for things like that where, where like those shows are painfully unfunny you yes. know especially like now with a podcast where you could have a normal conversation like these like late night talk show like five minute they're seven on their minutes. last legs you know it's just a stupid promotional it's vehicle unbearable but, it's yeah. like jimmy fallon will be like so i hear that you uh could like roll a joint with your toes uh is that true yeah. well yeah. jimmy yes i guess i can oh From all the right pre-interview yeah. i know it's so it's the same shit but uh yeah, she's great on on those, and, and you can watch the clips and stuff, but great movies she's putting together. Uh, Black Bear, one I watched the other night, Evening with Beverly Laughlin, uh, The Little Hours, Ingrid Goes West, Safety Not Guaranteed, fantastic film, The To-Do List, Life After Beth. These were all, like, really good movies. Like, uh, I think she's going to, you know, have a huge career. Yeah. Obviously, she is having one, but I love her. She was in the Child's Play remake, I think. Yeah, I like that actually better than the first one. <laughs> I don't like Child's Play though. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a big Chucky guy. But um, it's a fucking doll. Enough. Yeah. Stop. Stop. Yeah, for sure. Give Brad Dourif something better to do. I pick that little fucker up, throw him right in the trash compactor. That's it. It's not that bad. Speaking of rolling a joint with your foot, I got offered weed from the fucking kid that does the voice of Chucky at fucking uh, Monster Mania one year. So that was kind of cool. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. I was taking a leak and he was in the fucking urinal next to me. And he was just like, yo, bro, you want this? I was like, no, I'm good, man. Thanks. He's like, who here looks like a cop? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you want, he probably yeah. thought you were going to arrest him. <laughs> uh, you never know. <laughs> yo, a cop just followed me into the urinal. Yeah. Uh, my number two, I, I feel like I'm, I'm my list is definitely all from like when I was a teenager. Uh, Linda Evangelista. Specifically in George Michael's video for Freedom 90. She was one of those, like, supermodels, you know, like, um, I forget the joke, whose joke it was, is like, what, why are you called supermodels? And it's like, oh, because they fight crime as well or something, <laughs> you know? But, like, yeah, like, back then, people would refer to these women as supermodels, and Linda Evangelista was definitely, like, on that fucking level, and she was just gorgeous like if you see her in this video she just had perfect hair perfect fate like she was just a fucking like it's almost like you're not human type thing uh and yeah i was just i mean i would always love first of all great song but she was just absolutely fucking stunning to to look at so number did two fred, did fred norris consider her a supermodel <laughs> Who was that's Car the true test carol alt was the one who he like, was so mean to her man yeah. Like that was cold. Do you ever yeah. like listen to those again? Like Jesus Christ. Yeah, Fred. I was thinking the other day. Speaking of Stern, I was thinking of because he's such a fucking kiss ass right now. Like yeah. he, like they played a, an episode where he was talking to Mandy Moore, and I'm sitting there thinking like, fucking, Ma you're kissing Mandy Moore's ass, which is fine. I'm sure she's an amazing person, but I'm thinking like, yeah. why is she even on the fucking show right now? Who, 
Mandy Moore. Like, what the fuck does she do? But he I remember when he had Rachel Hunter on and she didn't want to go in and she started to cry and he fucking lost his shit and like called her like a cunt and all this other stuff. And I just remember remember how fucking mean he was to her to the point where like I was listening to going like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, this fucking kind of fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, listen, maybe he maybe he kind of grew up. I would never do that. But it's just like night and day, man. Like I was thinking to completely about that. But yeah, shout out to Carol Alt. She was yes. not a supermodel. <laughs> um. So. All right. Uh, I'm very curious. Parker, read Sarah's list. All right. Hang on. She told Please me hold. she she revised today. Yeah, she she fucking revised like three fucking times. All right, here we go. Jesus Christ. All right, so number ten is Michael Vartan from Alias. One hour photo, never been kissed. Nice. You know that guy? Okay. Yeah. Number nine. This is a fucking funny one because I had this. I said, "Who the fuck is that?" And then she had to tell me who it was. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael Sh- Shuffling, Shuffling. So he played Jake Ryan on 16 Candles. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's got yeah. a good list. Yeah, that's cool. yeah. Uh, number eight, David Beckham. Yes. That dude's hot. I'd fuck that sure. dude. Yeah. I mean, number, number seven, I'd fuck this guy too. Josh Holloway, who was Sawyer from Lost. I'd probably fuck this guy. Number six, Jason Statham. Oh, okay. Yeah, this one, I don't get. I've never gotten and I will never get this motherfucker looked like he had a goddamn milk dud on his fucking face, even though it got removed. And I still bust her fucking balls about this. Enrique Iglesias. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dude had a fucking milk dud on his face. Um, This now it gets like real fucking corny, but almost kind of like comical. So number four, you got fucking Joshua Jackson. Oh, from yeah. Fucking from the Skulls fame. That's a good one. Uh, uh, number three, you got Jason Priestley, 90210. Number two, you got Christian Slater. <laughs> and number one, you got fucking Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. Yeah. I. You know what? I, I could see. I could yeah. see the new kids for sure. Yeah. And then honorable mention, she had Brad Pitt, Matthew McConaughey, Harrison Ford, Tom Hardy. And Roman Reigns, who's actually a WWE guy. Roman Reigns. Solid. I, yeah. I wonder if he's related to Romy Reigns. I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> All right. That's good. Sarah, awesome. Great job on that. Uh, Langan, what, what did uh, your wife give to us? She didn't like particularly put, I got eight here. She didn't put them in any order. Sure. So we'll add, start. we'll make you number nine and 10. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe I'd rank that high. Um, Jamie Dorden, yes. who I believe is an Irish actor. I looked that guy up. Uh, Harry Styles. I th- he's a singer, right? Yeah, he's, he's a singer, yeah. Yes. Jason Momoa. Momoa. Yep. yep. Okay. Uh, Matthew Gray Gubbler. He was, um, he's on that show Criminal Minds. He was actually in Life After Beth with Aubrey Plaza. He was like the dickhead brother. And he was in um, the film. We interviewed the, the, the guy that directed it. Uh, 68. No. Oh, what was that movie? 68 Kill? 68 Kill. Yeah. Yes. He was the main guy in that. OK. Yeah. Yeah. I know who that is. Yep. Um, then we have Ricky Martin. Oh, wow. Yes. I wonder, uh, I wonder how he feels about this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's an honor to be mentioned, he said. <laughs> um, Benjamin Bratt. Okay. 
Wow. Vatos Loco. And yeah. then we have two solid picks here. Johnny Depp. Yes. Who is making it in the news right now. Um, would, she sh- would she shit on his bed? Yep. Who wouldn't? I would. Um, <laughs> and we have Prince. Okay. All right. All right. Listen, Prince, Prince would definitely bang any one of our girls and uh you know and uh i'm okay with it mm-hmm. uh all right so karen gave me 10 here i don't know who the fuck kit harrington is from game of thrones oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. n- number nine oscar isaac uh scenes from a marriage which i guess he's you know hot and heavy with someone uh number eight she has fu- she sent me this I-, I just laughed because i'm like how do you even know who this person is db sweeney in the cutting edge that's amazing yeah <laughs> yeah i love it that's a good pick right there <laughs> alexander skarsgård true blood uh <laughs> number six nick hexam 311 <laughs> oh that's good that's <laughs> fucking good <laughs> number five shannon hoon blind melon wow uh no she she actually has a picture um, I wish I can get it. Maybe I'll have her send it to me and I'll make it like the 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 episode picture. Uh, she has a picture of her laying on Shannon Hoon's grave. Mm. Uh, Johnny Depp and Crybaby. All right. Number three, Brad Pitt and everything. Relax. <laughs> Relax. Uh, these two are funny, especially. I mean, one I get number two, Vincent D'Onofrio. Wow. Which explains a lot for me. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, yeah, I guess you like ugly fat guys. Uh, no, but if for her specifically, it was uh, Adventures in Thor. The yeah, yeah, Thor. There you go. So as, as a kid, she loved that movie. And, uh, you know, that's, I guess, you know, there was something about him. Th- and that, that makes more sense than Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, she like, so like she's eight years younger than me. And like, she's like, oh, I always wanted to watch Full Metal Jacket. And I put it on. She lasted about 10 minutes like she just couldn't even get past. And I was like, oh, that's Vincent D'Onofrio. She's like, it is. I was like, yeah, I'm like, it is like this is the same year that Adventures in Babysitting came out. She's just like she couldn't even wrap her head around it. But like, I guess like that dude yelling through through the first like 30 minutes, she like after 10, she's like, I can't do it. I might watch the scene of him yelling at all of them in the beginning of that movie, maybe once a month. Yeah. I might watch it on YouTube <laughs> once a month. I love it. Who that's, said that? Who said great. that? Uh, Who said that? Are you was a Peter you? Puffer? Yeah. <laughs> was, was it you? You <laughs> suck dick? Bullshit. <laughs> Bet you could suck a <laughs> golf ball through a garden. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I said I repeated many of those insults at that age. I was like nine watching oh, yes. that. I'm just like <laughs> totally. Uh, and her number one is Leonardo DiCaprio and oh, Ro- Romeo and Juliet. Um, so uh, number one, here we go. Uh, right under. Yeah, we're at the 55 minute mark. So this will be a nice tight hour of uh, us, you know, pining or talking about our stupid <laughs> celebrity crushes. Mm. Uh, number one, Parker. Number one, fucking the accent came back big time with this one. And uh, I think the first thing I saw her in, I was just like, wow, I was like, this fucking woman is a complete fucking bitch. But that accent just keeps pulling me fucking back in. Nikita Denise. No, fucking it was Emily Blunt and fucking the Devil Wears Prada. And I was going to say Rosie Perez. No, that's a good one, too. (laughs) 
but uh <laughs> yeah emily blunt and then uh i mean jesus christ everything from sakaro to fucking quiet place to fucking john karinsky's a fucking very lucky man yeah i i love i just recently rewatched sicario with her the first one yeah it's so goddamn good like yep. what, you want to talk about just a slow burn masterpiece of a fucking movie mm-hmm. with you know, we talk about like intense scenes. The the checkpoint scene is, is oh, just, yeah. just as intense as, as uh the boogie night scene or like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre scene. Uh really, really good movie. So uh cool. Emily Blunt, that's a good one. Yeah, man. Langdon. Uh let's see. Before I give my number one, a couple more uh honorary mentions I forgot to mention. Emma Stone, Meredith Salinger. I don't know if you remember her from uh Dream a Little Dream. No, Darcy, but that's that's good. Darcy from the Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Feruza Bulk and Tiffany Amberthy. Worst Witch, man. Nice. I like it. But my no. number one, it was Feruza Bulk. Yeah. No, Feruza Bulk is not Worst Witch. That's she was crap. in that. Oh, that she was, was her. Also in Worst Witch. That too. was her as the little girl. Yeah, oh. she was young. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I wouldn't have mentioned that one. I mean, she was a little. <laughs> A little but, uh, pedophile-ish, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little older there. <laughs> um, but my number one, when I when we said we were gonna do this, I wrote this down. I filled in all the other ones later, but this was always number one. Me and me Ryder. Oh, okay. Winona Ryder, done deal. She's the goat. Um, just she was the coolest. She was she was another like it girl of that late '80s, early '90s. Uh, good films, but Beetlejuice also when she got on my radar and I was in love right from the, the get-go. Um, she's just, I don't know. I can't say enough about her, but except I was bummed when she when the shoplifting thing happened. That was a little detour in her career and I thought for a minute, I was like, all right, she's going off the deep end. This is This could be my chance. I need to get to LA now. She's she's gonna hit rock bottom. Yeah. This would be my only window yeah. to make this happen. But yeah, she seemed to write her career though after that, yeah. much to my chagrin. Yeah, you know, there's nothing there's nothing like rock bottom when you're trying to get someone. You know, that's even, when I step in. That's, that's rock bottom. That's when mo- <laughs> that's when most of us step in rock bottom. Uh, same thing with guests. You know, like whenever. <laughs> You know, it's like, you know, like once again, Brian Bonsell, you think I'm joking? I'm, I'm emailing as soon as it, I'll, I'll be like, what was it like working with Karen Duffy? <laughs> uh, um, all right. So my number one, I don't give a fuck. It's a three way tie. Oh, oh. It's a three way tie. It's a three way okay. tie between, um, you know, so Tina Fey is just really funny. Like really funny, really smart, um, just unbelievably talented. Like she's just when someone is so funny and and looks like you know Lisa Ann, it, it just really helps. Um, you know, also Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates, I'm going to say probably Gremlins too for me is the height. Um, but the eternal number one is Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer oh. Connelly, you know, when I saw her in Labyrinth, you know, I was probably her, maybe a little younger. Then I saw Phenomena, uh, and then you just watch it through the years. And we're kind of, I mean, she might be like four or five years older than me. But when we get to Requiem for a Dream, 
Um, I'm probably 22 and she's a few years older than me and she's showing off her bush. She's doing ass to ass, even though it's probably not her, but you know, just the, the, the actual role was just so ridiculous, but she was just absolutely gorgeous in this. You know, she's just like, if you look at someone, you're like, how are you so disgustingly good looking? And, and I think that's really what she was in Requiem for a Dream Foot. So that's you can my come out of that movie and someone feels you're good looking. You yeah, yeah right. totally. You know, you know, uh, uh, you know Jared Leto is as is, is hot as he is. He is hot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I, I feel like Connolly won that. I, I just couldn't really pick, you know, they're those three in particular. Uh, but if if I was not going to lie to myself, it's, it's always been Jennifer Connolly is just, you know, through seriously, like I just from Labyrinth. <laughs> Which is amazing to think of, to all the way to fucking requiem. What about um, the career opportunities? Oh, that see, that's the height for me is her in that. You know, yeah, I love using yeah. that gif of her riding that horse. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Frank Whaley, shout out to him. Um, yeah. Maybe we can get him. That'd be a good one to get. I feel like maybe we can. Like, you what know? was the last thing you know? Brad with the with the big brains. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, all right, cool. Listen, I, I'm nice. glad we I'm glad we got to tape this episode of absolute utter nonsense talking about, uh, you know, a, a list. I'm glad I got to discuss my... big numbers on this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm expecting like, you know, a re- revelation numbers because I said <clears throat> Joe from Facts of Life and Martha Plimpton. <clears throat> you know, pa- Parker picked like two people. I, I don't even <laughs> Instagram models, but you know, I should have known after he picked number 10. Uh, what was that? Dancing with the stars. I feel like I got to go look through that list. Now. You got to look them all up, man. I, I know. I don't, you, I, won't, you I, won't be disappointed. Believe me. I bet. So, all right, cool. <laughs> uh, until next time, I guess we'll do, you know, some Rick next mm-hmm. week. We got some American bands. Uh, and that's it, man. So I will see you guys soon. Okay. Later. Bye.